catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. So in the first part of this episode, we answered the question, what is conversational artificial intelligence? This second part dwells more on why you should be interested in conversational AI. The founder and CEO of the European and African Chatbot and Conversational AI Summit, Sydney Enerimadu, and the chair of the Special Interest Group on Artificial Intelligence and Robotics with the Institute of Information Technology Professionals of South Africa, the IITPSA, Johan Stein, will be providing the answers to the many questions that we have in this part of the episode. Just so we answer that one question, Sydney, what would your response be if, you know, I ask, I just woke up to you and I'm like, so why should I be interested in conversational artificial intelligence in Africa? Well, uh, there are so many things we have to be interested in conversational AI in Africa. I think I, I keep on saying this, that I, my aim is to give Africa a voice. What I mean by that is that I'm giving them a voice to look at the startups, to look at the uh, talents in Africa to be able to uh, spring out from Africa, give them a voice, a platform for them to showcase what they have. So I think Africa, we have the population, we have a, a lot of talents in Africa. So if anyone is going to Africa, the person should understand that we have also the markets is behind us. And we are doing everything to push up from there. For instance, there are quite a lot of companies, you know, like the financial industries in Africa are chain financial industries. If you look at their customer base, it's so that they have millions of customers in Africa. Is conventional AI very much interested in Africa? There are quite a lot of things to benefit from Africa. I think also looking at it also, conventional AI will help us in so many ways. It help the information to be more faster. It help people to be able to connect with people as well, connect with their customers. Like for instance, you know, in Africa, it's like they call Africa a mobile continent. Everyone has a WhatsApp and a mobile WhatsApp. We don't have a desktop in Africa. Nobody use desktop uh, internet. I think few people use desktop, but everyone use only the mobile chat, which goes through the WhatsApp as well. So uh, I think uh, when you are, Trying to come to Africa is another thing that you should know that if you have anything that can integrate with the WhatsApp, you know, that is where your news, whatever you are doing in Africa can be able to spread to the communities. So, uh, conventional AI is quite, uh, is something that we need in Africa and everyone is talking about it in Africa. And also the thing is spreading all across African countries and also reaching out to the communities you know, in Africa. So that's why I think right now is the time for us in Africa to move and be able to uh, spread the solution across our communities. Okay, Johan, what's the business case for conversational AI in Africa? Why should businesses be interested in, you know, this discussion? Anthony, look, it, it, we live in a highly competitive environment. We often, as businesses, don't necessarily have services that differentiates us so much from our competitors, even if we think we do. And also the customer has a lot more empowerment to decide what they want. It's so easy these days in, in many territories to change from one bank to another. I often think, you know, my father has been with his bank for the last, must be 55, 60 years. He'll never change. I've changed banks four or five times in the last 10 years because it's fairly easy these days. So, so what is it that causes customers to stick around and not leave, but also to buy more from us? 
the business case of conversational AI is, like I alluded to earlier, on the one hand, much better customer services, um, anticipated demand, a predictive analytics, telling a customer about their problem before they know um, about it. So to use an example in that case, I would love for my mobile phone provider to send me a WhatsApp or a SMS saying the internet speed in my area is down because of a tower problem. Rather than me being frustrated that my internet is slow and phoning them, waiting for 20 minutes to an agent to contact me, if they told me up front there's a problem and it's going to take them 10 minutes, they're working on it, they'll keep me posted, I'll be pretty okay with it. It's when I don't know that I'm frustrated. So on the one hand, it's the ability to make our customers happy and to upsell to them. And the other hand is the internal back office our employees to make it easier for them to work, do their work, to make it happier for them. I mean, conversational AI can play a huge role, for instance, in upskilling, in, in all the training we need to do, you know, the compliance training we do in certain organizations. So again, it's back to the money. If we can make more money, if we can gain more customers, if we can gain, um, grow our market share, which all of that conversational AI can contribute to, that is simply put the business case, I think, for this technology. Also, to improve this, to implement conversational AI in business in Africa, we should also try to have uh, the right team, you know? What I mean, to assemble the right team is also a crucial to chatbot success in any company. So this is a good starting point for how to set up a winning project in Africa as well. And also, uh, we try to decide on the correct use cases for our chatbot. We try to find out as a businesses in Africa should find out what are the correct use cases for their chatbot. They can be able to identify which part of the organization will benefit most of the automation and also decide on a relevant use cases that will be able to work for them. Sydney, just before this, you mentioned giving the vo- the startups doing the work on the continent a voice and all of that and i i think this is tied to developing a conversational ai ecosystem in africa tell us more about why you think this is so important for africa at this stage and how you think it's best to go about developing this conversational ai ecosystem on the continent all right as i said before uh, this is the time for africa is this time because right now is the time that Africa have to move forward, you know. So what I'm doing is that uh, in African chatbot and conversational AI community, we try to build a kind of conversational AI ecosystem where we give the Africa a voice, where we try to reach out to companies who develop and build this solution in Africa and also bring them out to be able to network with other attendees within the Africa. So I think right now is what is needed in Africa because of the language barriers, you know. We keep on saying that it is time for Africa to come together to get a solution that can be able to accommodate the languages they have. So what I'm doing is that I'm building the the conversational AI ecosystem in Africa where I bring out all the Africans, where I bring out all the uh, people who are into conversational AI and give them a voice. Because uh, most of them in Africa, we rely on the European solution from what Johan said. We rely on the European solution, rely on the solutions 
that speak one of the major languages. So, but what I'm trying to do is that I'm coming up, you know, bringing these people from each of the countries and communities, right? Try to bring them up. They have a solution. They have an idea and try to advise them how to implement this, you know, to be able to scale, you know, within their languages. So I'm building a kind of a movement for conventional AI in Africa, which I think it is time for us to do it now, because if we don't do it ourselves, no one can do it for us. Yeah, I'm very sure. If we don't do it for ourselves, no one will do it. Or maybe, you know, you get someone else who will do it for you. But then we may just be returning to uh, the years when um, Africa was tied, you know, every way to um, a colonial power. Um, Johan, share your thoughts on developing the conversational AI ecosystem in Africa and tie this to a mental picture of what successful first steps would look like when we get this ecosystem running on the continent. Anthony, thank you. I want to build on what Sydney said and the initiative that he's running around the um, conversational AI community that he's building is, is the first step. You know, there are pockets of great talent all over Africa. There are people who are doing work that would make you think they work for Google or Facebook or somewhere in Silicon Valley. And they might be working in a shack or a hut somewhere with barely enough um, internet connectivity, but they are so sharp. They are so smart. One of the first steps, alluding to what Sydney has said, is to start bringing people together because it will be a waste of time for us to, as they say, reinvent the wheel over and over again. How can we learn from one another? How can we collaborate and meet organizations or people who are doing the things good that we might be struggling with? So, so that's definitely a first step. It is bringing this community across different territories in Africa together through conferences, through webinars, through sharing white papers and studies, really, really collaborating. Um, and, and I think the evidence of that would be that our reliance on these Northern American or European platforms become less and less because we are creating our own platforms for Africa by Africans that suit our own needs. That would be, for me, the kind of the proof in the pudding, the cherry on the tree, if you would, is that we do the stuff ourselves. Not in isolation of the rest of the world. Of course, we can leverage some of the good things of all these other platforms. You know, I know some people in, in Europe and Northern America who have a, you work in a kind of AI for good space, who want to do good, who not only want to give money, but want to give time and expertise to help people in Africa. So let's not cut them off. Let's use them. Let's leverage them. Let's use the expertise in their finance. But the point is, this ecosystem of all these really smart people in Africa doing good things already, albeit at a fairly small scale because no one knows about them, let's give them a platform. And, and that's where Sydney is playing a fundamental role. So, yeah, again, a long answer to your question, Anthony, but it's not about find, it's not about creating people to do good. It's about finding the people who are already doing great work in the space, just no one knows about them. Let's give them a platform and make them fly. So uh, another thing I want to also add here is that uh, I believe that conventional AI can help tackle economic problems that Africa have today. It can be a part to solve solve it, you know, from the agriculture and also to the remote health workers as well. So towards the 2000, 
languages that uh, spoken across the continent as well. So I, I believe that this can be used, you know, to tackle most of the economic problems we have in Africa and also to create a very good environment in which conversational AI can take root, you know, to support this as well, to ensure that uh, all Africans can have access to the data, you know, infrastructure, and also they have access to the license of getting these data as well. While we do all these things, it can support the African and also we can grow together. The ecosystem can grow together, the conversational AI ecosystem, and also to develop talent in Africa. Because African companies we have right now in Africa, they can help to create a conversational AI ecosystem as well, you know, that we lower the development cost of everything we are doing and also to help to create most of the conversational AI applications that tailor to the local needs and also reduce the uh, reduce the independence on foreign companies as well. I would have wanted us to get into data handling and all of that, but I think we'll move that to um, the next chat we're going to have and, you know, talk about how to approach you know, data that's being collected and generated um, through this means. Final words, um, Sydney, let those listening know how they can connect to the summit coming up in June 2022, how to register. For anyone who is listening to this, I'm Sydney and I'm, I'm the founder and the CEO of African Chatbot and Conversational AI. Summit. African Chatbot is a two days conference and exhibition that designed to host industrial, uh, industrial executives from Africa in the adoption of conventional AI and chatbots in Africa. And also the most important thing here is that the summit will reflect the latest tendencies and recent application changes in conventional AI space in the African market. We believe that a conversational AI will transform millions of lives in Africa. And our goal is to help form a better ecosystem for conversational AI. So if you want to know more about conversational AI, if you want to talk about how can I use the solution, it's good for you to uh, register to attend the event. We have quite a lot of well-known speakers in Africa, which have been using with their ideas and use cases, which they're going to be unleashed during the event. So in the event, uh, Anthony, we're going to have three tracks in the event, which are going to be the we have the conversational AI feature stage, the feature of conversational AI in the African continent. In this place is where we talk about where are we at this stage? Where are we heading to? You know, what are the implications? What are the implications to the business and society in Africa? So the second one we have is the conversational AI apply stage. In this, in this stage is where we bring the companies who design this solution. They can talk about how they can their solution can be used in the African continent to be able to use it in the languages in Africa and also how companies can apply this for the benefit of their customers to reach out to people with this solution. AI research stage is what are the recent research in African continents? What are the benefits? What are we doing on this? And also we have the conversational AI deep dive workshop. In this workshop is where all hands on desk try to know how to use this to reach out to customers, how they can be able to apply this, how they can be able to build this in the language their customers can understand. Thank you very much, Sydney. Johan, any final words? Well, firstly, Anthony, wonderful opportunity. Thank you for inviting us. This is an important topic for the future of our children, 
not just right now. And, and just to comment, you mentioned the importance and use of data for a further podcast. It's fundamental and foundational to this technology um, and perhaps where most of these initiatives fall flat. So I look forward to that conversation, commend you on, on your show, uh, Anthony. And again, thank you for this wonderful opportunity to be part of what you do. I just want to thank you for all you are doing and uh, thank you for bringing out the voice out there. You're, you're like one of the people that are also trying to bring out the voice, the African voice out there for people to know how this solution can help to support us. So from what Johan said, also, we are building all this for our children. That's the most important thing. So uh, I think, uh, thank you for this. And I'm looking forward for the data to talk about how the data we have already, how is it going to be applied and used? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. We hope that we can be proud of the Africa that we create and be proud of what we leave for the generation that is coming. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.